How? That's what I would have to pay for a used truck. I know, and I, I, for some reason, I, <clears throat> I've become good at sniffing out these. But it's not turbo. No. But my Fiat 124 Spider was thirty grand out the door, and I maintain that's the best bang for the buck in the, in sports cars, and they no longer are made. Now here comes this thing. What's well, the starting at twenty eight four? Right. It's just amazing for that price. Specs. Suit you want this right away? I'm gonna go. Um, so it's a 2.4 six-speed manual, but no. I turbo. wouldn't even care if it came in automatic. I have manuals to have fun with. My point being, you know, you don't have to pay seventy-five grand for a BMW or Mercedes C-Class to have fun. Plus, I like Toyota's corporate strategy of of remaining somewhat loyal to gas cars. Um, John, what's the what's the client? Anyway, I thought oh, you'd get a kick out of looking at it. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I so far I haven't seen a color I don't like it in. Even no. that orange in, is cool. Invergrove has one coming in in red. I might go there tonight and give them a check for 500 bucks and say, look, when that car comes in, I want to be first to be called. And if I like it, you'll keep the 500 and subtract it from the price. And if I don't like it, just give me my 500 back. Rear-wheel drive only. Oh yeah, you God. know, I'm even just... changing my opinion about that. There's five days a year when you need four-wheel drive. Not true whatsoever. <laughs> well, for, you, for you, yes. Yeah. You know that's BS, but this isn't a summer car. You're not going to drive this in the winter, are you? I would. I would. Oh, no, Joe, Joe. No, no, no. Is you're your not. pothole sitting? No, no, you're not driving. I will not allow you to See, drive you, this See, well, you missed my entire, no. my entire no, rationale. No. I have no. a five-mile commute. No, Joe. You're gonna you're gonna plow. It's a rear wheel drive sports car. Put winter tires on it. You know, you're gonna boom. hit curbs. You're gonna run into the Star Tribune delivery van. <laughs> you're gonna hit a mailbox. Probably take out a fire a plug. Just it gets parked in November, and you break it out May first. Well, I need. Then I won't buy it because I already have those cars. Such I need Frat, Aqua, Eco, and Precision today. Ken. Maple Grove, DK, and Seafoam. And I believe this is DK's last. Maple Grove, DK, and Seafoam. MG, DK, SF. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, you have to buy this car, Joe. I know I do, but I was going to use it year-round to no. get rid of this Fiat no. that, that, that says a 60-year-old lesbian drives it. Why don't you remove the tampon okay. and get yourself Yeesh. a four-wheel drive for the winter like a normal Minnesotan and be safe and happy I and secure? I have a, that Fiat's four-wheel drive. Well, then just buy this car anyway. Don't get rid of this stupid little Fiat, which is a joke and makes you look like a clown. 
Drive that in the winter if you insist on being a clown. But this is your new summer car, Joe. This wow. thing is cool. The grill on this is so cool. Yeah. My God, I love that. Who'd they steal that from? Where have I seen that look? Uh, I'll tell you where. In the front of a fighter jet. Uh-huh. This thing is awesome. <laughs> the curves. Oh, my goodness. It's so sexy. Yeah. Sushi yeah. Boy, are you planning any time off this in the month of August? Yes. Do you know when, roughly? No. Okay. Hey, it's still July, all right? Well, I get that, but I'm just trying to get a... I do plan on getting sick for a couple of weeks in August. I have nailed down the dates Let me yet, guess, but well, August 24th through, the, uh, through Labor Pretty Day? sure <laughs> something's going to happen. 76% of the tickets are gone for the 30th. Yeah. Hey. I... I uh, what color? Oh, red, you said. Uh, they have yeah. a red coming in. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I even like that charcoal black looking one. Now we're going to start with something today that's just terribly, terribly sad. I'm supposed to use that word. Good. I've been extremely depressed. I need something to push me over the edge. <laughs> this will do it. This is going to do it. Just, uh, I almost wept. Uh, why? 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 A buck forty wide open. That's fine. You've never seen hundred and forty. Yeah. Okay, Phil uh, Esposito. <laughs> Phil Rogers. <coughs> you ever see the documentary on Jackie Stewart? Uh, no, I've been meaning to watch that though. The women around F1 racing, yeah, even in the '60s, yeah, are just some of the most gorgeous people you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, we're we're on the town council. Here, that's why so. I said some of the most gorgeous people okay. you've ever seen in your life. All right, cool. I don't think that's unkind to say. No, I don't think okay. it's untoward, and I don't think it'll cancel me. Right, but what you wanted to say? Well, I know what I wanted to say. <laughs> right, he was 184 foot pounds of torque. George that's Harrison, enough. yeah. What horsepower does it make? About two fifteen? Uh two hundred twenty eight. I really wish they offered it in a turbo. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. Oof -da. I think it's a Subaru boxer engine. Yeah, it is. Yep. Hmm. Rook, I've uh done what I can about the stork. Yeah, it was just a suggestion, wasn't it? Well, I my I think I've solved the problem. What? Just split it. I know they always do that. Though. Uh, can well, you they hear going to this Matthew? Time, so now I'm saying split it between. We, we need to have a Kurt. conversation with with you. Yeah, away Ooh, Rook or me. Yeah, Matthew, away from the town council. Is there any way you can make that happen? <laughs> I already went. I'm making it. it happen. No, man, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking you to Matthew. Today? Well, uh, last week actually. <laughs> but you, you you come like you come in late and you leave early and we can never talk. So you need to have a conversation. Yeah, and you're not in trouble, so don't worry. Huh? You're not in trouble. Well, you might yeah. be with sales, yeah. but not with us. <laughs> we just need to. We Wait, just you need don't to record that today. Well, no, I know. I already sent an email. To I know, but Rook, I can't do it today. We got to do sports talk. You got to. We got to do it tomorrow, right before the show. What? That spot. Hello, Fresh. Yeah. No, I'll just go and do it in another studio. Oh, that'll work. Okay. Yeah, what's the, what's the studio. what's the client? Hello Fresh. It's a um, air freshener. No pre-made dinner. 
that you make, but they give you all the ingredients. Uh, for divorced guys. So if you're not, uh, so you don't have <laughs> like to go to the TV store. Dinner. It's actually... It's like when Jennifer leaves really town for right. uh, two weeks to go to Italy. <laughs> right. It's it's either that or Hungry Man. Fifty <laughs> more beef stew. <laughs> 14 days in a row. <clears throat> Dinty Mall beef stew. Jesus Christ, Pee Wee Herman died? I no. think that's I, I believe that's a hoax. If you Paul keep Rubin? looking. If you keep looking. Got Variety. Variety. Variety's reporting it, really, because uh, apparently it started Saturday and uh, then it was a hoax. But maybe, died of maybe what? He really died then. I don't know. Um. Oh yeah, New York uh, Post says yeah. Cancer. Damn. I kept that quiet. I was huh. always hoping for a Pee Wee three. Well, I'm kind of depressed now. Pee Wee's right. Playhouse was not a child's show. Oh, it was wonderful. Oh, it was the best. What was the magic word? Mecca like a high, mecca heiny ho. No, it depends on what day it is. Right. Different magic Suchi, word every day. You ready to rock? Just trying to keep us on track. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mr. You Who Who uh, was already in here. Yes, sir. I am ready. I have yeah. information. Fratellonis. Uh, Rook at some point, I need to escape. Today. Hey. Rolling, bro. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1122. I've got a job for you coming up, Mr. Height. Hey. July 31st, 2023. 105 degrees on this day in 1988, and 47 degrees on this day in 1924. And John, mm -hmm. I would like, this was. Uh, they had about three days in a row right now in 1988 when it hit 100 or over. Okay. And how many years ago is that? Uh, 35, right? 35? 8 and 5 13. Yes. Okay, so I'm just curious. We now know how it's treated if we get a 100-degree temperature. It's treated with calamity and catastrophe and concern. As recently as 1988... Why don't you uh, take a look at some of uh, what might have been said back then on these dates? I uh, will. July thirty first, August first and second, nineteen eighty eight, all hit a hundred or more. Okay, so let's see what they second. said. Let's check August second. Uh, in nineteen eighty eight, as is as is now, those would have been swimming days. Uh, your beach has been kept free of weeds and algae and crud by aquaside products. Made in White Bear Lake, they work quickly and they're easy to use, and I I am impressed. Because they work. I've seen it work. They work. They've been cleaning up beaches for more than 60 years with these products made in White Bear Lake. They're safe. They've been vetted by all the proper authorities. Here's what you do. Grab your cell phone. Go down to where the kids now refuse to swim because it looks so frightening. Mm -hmm. Call Aquaside. Describe what you're looking at. They'll get you the right products. 
and your swimming beach will look great for the rest of the year. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. I have a note from former state senator Dave Osmick, who obviously stole a great deal of stationery. Because it's still, I'm just kidding him. He was president of the Senate, and he uh, he's going through his parents' stuff, and he found a copy of Life magazine reviewing the 1960s, and he sent it to me for the 30th anniversary of GL. I appreciate that. I love that kind of stuff, and he must know that. And we have to follow up on what he began. Okay. And that's getting Marjorie Johnson recognized. At the state fair. Is there an announcement? Well, no. I'm thinking we we make that a cause during the fair. Oh, there you go. Uh, who's going who's gonna to be in charge of arranging for her phone call? Are you going to do that? Yeah, we can do that. Because she's started every fair since 1993 yes. with us. And I think it would be imperative that we do the same. I would like to find out if she's going to be out there. She That's unlikely. That's unlikely. Well, if TV calls, well, she ain't getting any younger. I know. You know, if I'm a little down, there's a reason. Oh, no. On a Monday? Gorgeous weather out? The, uh, the St. Paul Sunday paper, uh, Pioneer Press, has a section called uh, Dr. Gizmo. Okay. And uh, Dr. Gizmo... I guess his real name is Phil Arendt. He answers car questions. And I occasionally glance at it to see if there's something I need to know or I might have missed in the world of car care. I came upon this one yesterday. Question for Dr. Gizmo. Okay. I have a 2005 Buick LeSabre with 85,000 miles that I bought new. Okay. The other day, an icon resembling a gas pump appeared on the dash (laughs) next to to the E by the gas gauge. (laughs) What does this mean? Signed GS. And my answer, had I been Dr. Gizmo, would have been, Dear GS, go bleep yourself. (laughs) Or seek medical attention. I don't think this is fair. Uh, That person votes. Yeah. There's no one. That's not real. That's that's a bit. Do you think it's a bit? Yes. It's got to be a bit. Come on, man. Read that question again. That can't be. Well, you look at some of the other questions here that Dr. Gizmo was fielding, and there's reason to believe this is real. For example, uh, I have a 2008 Honda Civic that requires premium gas. My son accidentally put regular gas in it. Now the engine sputters. What can I do? Seafoam. 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 Dr. Gizmo said, you know, one tank isn't going to kill you. Don't worry yeah, about just it. Just put your foot into it. Yeah. Floor it. 
Let's go. I have a, may I ask a question or are you? No, I'm not done being depressed. Right. I mean, <laughs> we're going to help you out though. I have a 2005 Buick LeSabre with 85,000 miles. I bought new. The other day, an icon resembling a gas pump appeared on the dash next to the E by the gas gauge. What does this mean? Uh, wow. I, I can't I can't handle that. I, I can't handle that level of stupidity. This person is out there somewhere in 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 the civilian mass of people. This this person is somehow functioning. Hmm. How could that be? You know how these things work. They didn't have enough material for the space provided one of the editors feeling funny thought he was a card threw this in there as a space filler and that's, that's what i was going to go with too that's all this is so what publication did this appear in joe st paul pioneer press every okay. sunday we have a big page of dr Gizmo do you guys recall it, it's syndicated though right right I'm sure it is so yeah. a couple of years ago you guys i think all remember the infamous viral radio clip and I believe it was from a radio station in northern Minnesota of a woman who called in and asked why in God's name would they put a deer crossing sign right yeah. here in the highway? Wouldn't they want the deer to cross somewhere else? Yes. I recall and that. And it went... That was a bit. Though. That, of course, was a bit. Right. Most radio... This just in, people. Most radio skits that you'll hear on... Right. War of the Roses! Who's breaking up with who? All of that is staged. Those this, are all actors. But this is Dr. Gizmo. But this is also going to get you <laughs> to talk about this particular column. Dr. Gizmo comes out of Maricopa, Arizona. You can send your questions to him and... I'll let it go then. You're, uh, the, uh, apparently, the staff consensus is is that this, this was just filler or someone uh, on Dr. Gizmo's staff having a having a laugh. Do you really think hmm. though that people are that out of tune with their automobiles? Yes. The following conversation is real. It took place Friday, January 21st, 2005, between an OnStar representative and Patrick Royce. OnStar, this is Joe. I'm in a car wash. Calm, calm down, sir. Calm down. We got issues. You say you're in the car wash? We got issues. Uh, I'm pulling up your information now. Yes, I see you're in the car wash on Glenwood and 54th. Honking. Uh, uh, sir, are you honking the horn? Uh, you have OnStar on the line, sir. We'll we'll contact the authorities. Pl what are your issues? I'm supposed to back out. You, you're trying to back out of a car wash? I got my door here. <laughs> I was trying to back out. We got issues. Uh, are you are you stuck? I'm stuck in the car wash. All right, sir. I want you to remain. Are you are you honking the horn again, sir? This is on star. We, we, we can try to get you out. Yeah, yeah, this comes out tomorrow. Goodbye. Wait, wait. <laughs> Goodbye. Why? Maybe you're right. Maybe it's not a bit. That was not. New laws go That's, into effect. Wait, before we move on, is there anybody else you'd like to promote besides uh, Gizmo? Dr. I mean, Gizmo. maybe Two Live Crew or... Jason Aldean or Cardi B? Anybody else? No. How about Cardi B? I don't like Cardi B. She's a bad gal. The new laws go into effect tomorrow in the state of Minnesota. The state of Minnesota, which was heralded in yesterday's Star Tribune, is a state that people apparently are just flocking to because of its progressive nature. Lies. Wow. Lies. I thought I had that with me. Where is it? I don't know. I guess I had Doctor Gizmo instead. <laughs> Apparently, we uh, we just are. I, I you know what I thought about that story? Hmm. I said to myself, "B is in B, S is in S." Okay. 
They're flocking here because of progressive nature. The House had a what? A one vote majority? The word is out. <laughs> New laws go into effect August 1st. All right. That's tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yes. But, uh, we've been through the cannabis. Smoke them if you got them tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to smell like weed everywhere. Uh, a new law will require all private purchases of pistols and semi-automatic military-style assault weapons to be subjected to background checks. Okay. Also taking effect is the Minnesota Rehabilitation and Reinvestment Act, which requires the Department of Corrections to develop a personalized rehabilitation plan for every inmate with at least a year left in their sentence. Hmm. I was unaware of that one. Uh, you missed the real good one with firearms. Yeah. I can't loan you a shotgun so you can go hunting. Huh. Unless I'm hunting with you. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wait a minute. I don't understand what you just read. So. Okay, you're in the Huskow and right. you got a year left in your sentence. Apparently, it's up to the government now to come up with a lifestyle plan for you. Oh, good Lord. Okay, yeah, sure. What could go wrong there? We're also going to reimburse firefighters and emergency workers for purchasing soft body armor, strengthening laws prohibiting surreptitious observation or photographing that invades a person's privacy, and requiring landlords to disclose all non-optional fees in lease agreements included in the legislation. Okay, but one of the reasons I'm going through these new laws, which are rather boring, is because none of them have required law enforcement except cannabis, mm -hmm. which is such a cluster bleep that it's all, everything's up in the air. We also have a new rule to make it more difficult to sell stolen catalytic converters to scrap metal dealers. Why would this have taken so long? That I'm in favor of. That should have been day one. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. The law is sponsored by Ruth Richardson, DFL Mendota Heights, and John Marty. Boy, he's got to be about 110, doesn't he? He's been there forever. Yes. yes. DFL Roseville prohibits the possession of a detached catalytic converter with a few narrow, narrow exceptions. Well, I think that's, that's a law that's long overdue. All right. Uh, Representative Hodan Hassan... DFL Minneapolis, and Senate President Bobby Joe Champion. I keep thinking that Bobby Joe should have a song on the charts. Bobby Joe? Bobby Joe Champion. <laughs> DFL Minneapolis sponsored a law that establishes worker safety in warehouses. Okay. okay. I thought there already was. Each warehouse worker must be provided a written description of any quotas, including details about how their work is measured and any action that might result if they fail to meet those op uh, quotas. The requirements are aimed at helping employees at companies like Amazon. Mm. All right. Unless you're union, then you just go on break. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Just go to the break. Bicyclists will be allowed to roll through stop signs as long as they do it with caution and skill. Okay. Yeah. What kind of skill do you need? You just They've look. been doing that anyway. Yeah, do that yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Hornstein, DFL Minneapolis, Scott Dibble, DFL Minneapolis, sponsored the law that also designates the Mississippi River Trail Bikeway and the Jim Oberstar Bikeway as state bicycle routes. Hmm. Okay. 
Well, the, you know, I've been hanging on to these new laws for about three days, four or five days. Wasn't worth it, was it? Not well, much, they're just... Not well, they're irritating. They, they, not when you don't know what the gas pump icon means in your car. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> You know. That's pretty bad. Kind of right. down about that, aren't you, You John? know what? Even, you know, even you would have known even that. Even I know that. Yeah. You know? You're scraping the bottom of the barrel there. How does that person file their taxes? How do they function? Buy food. I don't know. How, how do they pay a bill? <laughs> how do they know where deer are supposed to cross? Right. <laughs> where the sign is. You'll recall the other day, I, uh, we noted that a, about a week ago now, a little more than a week, uh, a fellow killed a woman out by uh, the airport in and then critically injured another woman. Mm-hmm. And we learned that he had two previous armed carjackings. But we were puzzled as to why was this fellow out amongst us. His name is, uh, what the hell's his name? His name is Callan Marcus Hatchet. He's 20 years old. He now faces charges of murder and attempted murder after two women were shot that was a week ago yesterday uh, at an apartment building in South Minneapolis. He has been charged with second-degree murder, second-degree attempted murder, first-degree assault at the shooting that left 30-year-old Tanya Powell dead and her girlfriend hospitalized with serious injuries. Court records show that Hatchet was wanted on three warrants at the time of the shooting in two felony carjacking cases and a gross misdemeanor illegal gun possession case, all incidents stemming from last September. Why was he he out amongst us? Because Minneapolis is in deep, deep law enforcement trouble, that's why. Uh, So uh, there you go. This guy should never have been out. And uh, he failed to appear in court in the carjacking cases you don't say. In June. Imagine that. And the gun possession case in April. Warrants have been issued for his arrest. Hatchet had previously posted a $50,000 bond in one carjacking case and had been conditionally released with no bail on the other carjacking case. Wow. And that's why he was out amongst you Minneapolis citizens killing people. I have nothing more to say. You vote the way you vote, and you uh, you apparently are comfortable with that. I didn't so realize. Go bleep yourself. Is that new? That the zero bail thing here? Because I know we enacted it in Illinois and in what in Los Angeles, correct? They have a very uh, strong activist group. That I get, and I know that, but I didn't know reductions. the zero bail thing was was happening. I, I here. you know a judge had to had to say, okay, I'm letting you go with no bail. So we got great judges too. Wow! Yeah, that's very concerning. Mm-hmm. I wonder how he came up with fifty grand for the other bail. Must have had a nice job. Got some homies. I just need ten percent, so you only need five. Oh, that's grand. true. That's true. The complaint states that the victim who survived the shooting told police that Seaman shot me. Where is the Seaman? Investigators researched other cases and learned that Seaman is Hatchet, Callan Hatchet. 
When investigators interviewed the surviving victim at HCMC, she could only communicate through written notes due to her injuries. She communicated to police that she knew the shooter because he, had, he used to sell drugs in that apartment building where she lived. Uh, investigators showed the victim a photograph of Hatchet, and the victim gave an emotional response that caused alarms on her medical equipment to go off, and nurses rushed to the room. In other words, yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. Uh, investigators conducted a full interview with the surviving victim who stated that she and Powell had been watching a movie, Powell was the dead woman, when Hatchet knocked on their door. Powell then went to smoke weed with Hatchet, the complaint states. The victim, who had remained in the apartment, then heard them arguing and heard gunshots. As the victim inside the apartment went to check on Powell, <clears throat> she told police that Hatchet had suddenly entered apartment and shot her before fleeing the scene. In a Facebook post, Lacey, Heather Lynn on Facebook, stated that after being shot, I then had to be strong enough with a bullet hole through my lung to lock my front door and call 911 to give them my my address and tell them about Tanya, and then I collapsed. According to the Facebook post, Lacey has toddler children who were not in the residence at the time of the shooting. No motive for the shootings. Uh, I hate to be judgmental yeah. <laughs> because uh, Lacey has enough problems trying to recover from having been shot by the seaman. But what are you doing, uh, lady, laying around with your weed-smoking buddy if you have toddler children? Who, thank God, were not present. Well, is it a custody issue? Maybe they I have were no with dad? idea. Seaman, maybe the father. I would. Doubt I don't know. That. Let's let that go. The point being, the larger point that we already emphasized last week. We live in a city where we don't know how many Callan Hatchets are out walking among us. Right. And uh, this, of course, was uh, written in the July twenty-eight. Alpha News, which is a news site that is really filling a niche in this town. Because you're not going to read this in the Star Tribune. Or if it's in there, I missed it. And you're not going to read it in the Pioneer Press. It doesn't fit the agenda. But the Alpha News not balanced whatsoever. But it's I all mean, this. It's all right. It's all conservative. Yeah. What's conservative about this? Well, they no, they have an agenda, and this just fits into their agenda. I'm just telling everybody that hasn't heard of it. No, I understand that, but what is conservative or liberal about Callan Hatchet being out among the public instead of in jail? Nothing whatsoever. No, nothing whatsoever. But it's thought to be conservative if you point it out. Well, they do on occasion write from a conservative viewpoint, but not this. I don't think this story is written from a conservative viewpoint. Uh, the Star Tribune did cover it fully. They had a large story on Thursday about it. Well, I apologize to the Star Tribune. If they were offended? If they were offended. If they were offended. What did that story say, John? Same I thing. can Hang on. I've already uh, X'd out, but I can get it right back. And by the way, did you find anything on the 1988 I, heat? I did. I was waving at you, but you didn't look at me. Oh, so. I'm sorry. You dismissed his information. <laughs> Chris, Chris is the only one that saw me. <laughs> well, Chris might have informed me. Well, you mean by yeah. pointing at the screen? Yes. 
he did oh. he did do that, but you didn't look at him either. <laughs> Sometimes when you're on a roll, we just let you go. Yeah. yeah. Lee Maloney's on a roll. The Star Tribune, do you want the whole story? No, it's just did long. they cover everything I just read? Uh, yeah, murder charges filed Thursday against 20-year-old Minneapolis man for late night shooting. Colin um, Marcus Hatchett, a prolific carjacker in Hennepin County, stands accused of second degree, you know, uh, what you said. Okay, I apologize to the Star Tribune. I'm glad they covered it. Yeah, and then they have a lot of quotes from Lacey, Heaven Lacey. Lacey is the injured woman. That's correct, Tanya yes. Tanya is the dead woman. Yes, then they have the uh, police complaint details. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything you said about the seaman shot me and all that. Uh, Lacey wrote that she allegedly, he allegedly sold drugs in the apartment building. When shown a photograph of him, she gave an emotional response that caused alarms on her medical monitoring equipment to go off and nurses rushed into the room. Uh, Another hospital interview, she said she was watching a movie with Powell and Hatchet knocked on the door. Powell went to smoke marijuana with him and she heard them arguing following the gunshots. Yep. When she went to check on Powell, she said Hatchet entered her apartment and shot her before fleeing. Uh, she said, I laid down in my bed to wait for her to re- uh, for her to return. Heard gunshots in front of my apartment, et cetera. The same we got it. We got yeah, the same. We got it. Same stuff you said. Right. Uh, he, District Judge Paul Scoggin allowed conditional release. Was that in your story? I didn't hear if they had the, the judge. judge was not I named. Caduce to the uh, Star Tribune. Uh, Paul Scoggin allowed conditional release in February for Hatchet's offense of first-degree robbery. Hatchet posted $50,000 bond but violated the conditions of his release by possessing a firearm in the fatal shooting. And that talks about his carjacking uh, uh, activities also. So, Yep. Hmm. Busy guy, huh? Are you? What's your problem? I'd like you to take a break. <laughs> Again, you were looking at. Yes, it is. Actually, this time you did see me. Well, when we come back, John, I'm going (laughs) to do something here. But when we come back, I'd like your uh, 1988 information. I can pass that along. The bike sale at EcoFund ends August 12th. That's the uh, buy one, get one 50% off the e-bike sale. This is e-bike central. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and Burnsville. I'm looking at pictures of them. I love these these uh, rough and ready ones that you might take out in oh, a, yeah. on a camping trip yeah. with the big tires and what have Fun. you. I've seen so many e-bikes the past few days. I'm sure they've all been purchased at EcoFun because that's the best place to do it. You get to test it in their big parking lot, and you get the right fit and equipment and everything else. So you buy a uh, you buy a Scoot Star. Oh, well, here, I'll give it to you right here. Buy any Bintelli Scootstar or Yamaha electric bike at regular price and get a second electric bike of equal or lesser value at 50% off. Good deal. Go there and get two bikes. Nice. This is amazing. Bintelli, Yamaha, and Scootstar. Also, when you're there, check out the Vanderhall Roasters, the youth recreational equipment, the scooters. I've seen more scooters this summer than ever before. Mm -hmm. The scooters that turn gas errands into adventures. Uh, Great service. Helmets, apparel, great people at EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, immediately west of 35 on 97. And down in Burnsville, uh, right on the service road of life near County Road 42, EcoFunMotorsports.com. Um, a couple of town council members are wondering what type of car were you talking about to Kenny? 
earlier. A Toyota. What did G- I tell you, Kenny? GR something. A GR86. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> there you go, GLers. Oh, they don't even. You don't even need to type that. They can hear me say that. Right. That's there was about twenty people that just yeah, council people. I was talking to Kenny about it. Just uh, I I just love uh, ferreting out these small values that are fun, and that that strikes me as one of them. Uh, I've never. Well, we do have a Toyota, so I can't say I wouldn't own a Toyota. Uh, plus, I like the Toyota management philosophy of not embracing electric as fully as Ford has to had to do, while accepting another twenty-eight trillion dollars from the government to make cars that no one's buying. Hello, yep. stupid! <laughs> it's stupid. I'm going right to Johnny for that 1988 news. Okay. okay. How do you spell music? <laughs> well, and then we'll dovetail into Ian Primer okay. for that. Okay. Sounds we good. have audio of Ian Primer, the Australian expert on the climate. I'm ready if you guys are. I, I'm I've been ready. Okay. I'm I'm ready. Ken? <laughs> yep. All right, rolling. Wait a minute. <laughs> Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. I think I have a new hobby. It's kind of a weird one, but hear me out. Bugs Be Gone is so awesome that I'm now letting them build up on my windshield on purpose so I just <laughs> until I can barely see out. Throwing bugs on your windshield? You know, Kenny, I used to know a guy when I was younger that he, he liked uh, model airplane glue, and he would put it in his uh-huh. hair just so he could pick it out. What? Yeah. He loved okay. the model I... airplane glue, and he put it in his hair, and then it, he'd pick it out. That's what Kenny reminds me of, letting I... his bugs accumulate. I think mine is more... Uh, s- Sane? Uh, I, I, I do too, but I not much. So. <laughs> not by much. The thing is, it, bug, the bugs be gone. They say it melts the sticky bond of the bugs to the windshield, but I, that's not correct. They melt the bugs. You spray it on. You spray it on the windshield. See, you're at the it gas sounds station. somewhat dystopian. Uh, and mm. it's got a long reach spray, so you don't have to walk all the way around the vehicle. You, you know, the kid that put the glue in his squirt, hair could have used squirt, this to squirt, get the glue squirt, out. Squirt. And as soon as as soon as you cover the windshield with Bugs Be Gone, they all start sliding down the windshield. This has it, become a hobby. It's, it's really cool, actually. A little too much time. And yeah. then by the time you get the pump hooked up and it's going and you answer all the questions and all that... You go over there with that squeegee uh, deal, majigger thing, and you just wash them off. It's so easy. It's become my new favorite thing. I I love when the windshield gets covered with bugs be gone. It's, you know what it's done? It's tur- turned an irritating side effect of summer into a delightful, leisurely pursuit. So you set up a lawn chair and sit there and watch them <laughs> melt down the windshield? I actually called a buddy over and I said, 
watch this. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, obviously, I'm, I'm using things like melting and running down. It's safe for all finishes. It's non-toxic. It's not going to hurt your paint. It's a water-based formula. It leaves no film, no haze when it drives. A- and you can use it on all of your toys, vehicles, campers, bikes, boat services, golf carts. Just spray it on anything organic, wait a few minutes, and watch, watch them melt away. Just it's 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 wonderful. Bugs be gone. Another wonderful product from Seafoam. John, what'd you find out? We had three days in a row at this time of year in 1988, 35 mm-hmm. years ago, when uh, we had uh, the hot weather. Are they uh, are they crying hysteria? Uh, not hysteria. It is well noted though, uh, and apparently this year was also. According to both stories I've read here, on I went to two separate days, August 1st and August 2nd. Yeah. Uh, we were in the midst of the worst drought since the mid-1930s. So oh, we that, have that, that now was, again, too, yeah. That was kind of the gist of the story. The first day, August 1st, they had a large picture, which does not show up here. Uh, so I don't know what it is. It just says a, a guy is finding an oasis outside of Orchestra Hall. But sure, you can't he found see some shade, yeah. Yeah, and uh, then the picture just says, uh, tell, or the story, I'm sorry, tells about uh, 105 degrees the day before, a hottest temp since the 1930s, we're in a drought, gives all the high temps of all the cities surrounding, and uh, forecast for the National Weather Service just says it's been building all year, but doesn't mention, obviously, climate change or anything like that. No hysteria uh, or calamity. Uh, no, uh, no, no hysteria. No uh, earth is boiling. Was the boiling in there? Uh, no boiling. Uh, there, yeah. On August 2nd, then, we go to uh, page one, and it has, uh, we done yet? Temperature tops 100 again. So, mm-hmm. so it was had a clever headline there mm-hmm. that went with the story. And same thing, uh, just, uh, you know, how hot it's been, that we have a drought. Uh, same everywhere else in the region, Rochester, everybody breaking records. Uh, and they're expecting some rain. So expect a little cool down to move in in the next uh, few days. As often happens, though, when I do this, and I love this, I, I find stories that uh, have nothing to do with what we're looking for. Right. Uh, in 1988, I never would have guessed this. Uh, when we're talking about mentally disabled, we still use the R word in news stories. Retarded? That's correct, yes. Really? It's, damned. It's, wow. it's, in a, it's in a minor headline, actually, right. of, of a story about that. Uh, there's also a story about having problems finding place places to put all the juvenile criminals, which, well, you know, we, we still we have still that have. problem, don't we? And then when you go to August 2nd, down at the bottom of the front page, Donald Trump buys into Pillsbury. So Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Kenny's guy, Joe, Tony Heller, who I've become obsessed with on Twitter, so thank you again, Kenny. He had a tweet over the weekend that has all of the headlines from all the various publications. Right. And the crux of it says, every place on earth is warming faster than everywhere else. Right. Hashtag climate scam. Right. I uh, I decided I didn't like or trust him, and I unfollowed him. What? Already? Yeah. <laughs> you guys broke up that quick? Wow. Yeah, it, it, I think it lasted 24 hours. <laughs> well, well, Bert, uh, uh, emailer Bert has a, has a wonderful point. If it's if it's global boiling now, what will uh, succeed boiling? Hmm. Evaporating. Well, he suggests. Well, you're close. He he. Yeah, vaporization. I mean, what what's worse than boiling? Well, that would be the natural process. Because that's what this fraud at the UN is going to have to come Exploding? up with. Exploding. Uh, 
uh, instant death, uh, oh, va- vaporization. No, what did uh, the, all the Spinal Tap uh, drummers die from? Uh, it was instant. What, what was it? Um, uh, Im- immolation. When you uh, self, uh, what's it spontaneous called? Spontaneous combustion. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he's wondering what this will do to our lake names: bubbling pus, hot sputum. <laughs> oh man! Ooh, yeah. Lake Winnebagosh. Yeah. Dang, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> we have something for you on on the climate. You'll recall our friend Ian Primer, who we were introduced to last week, an Australian doctor of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, was on Sky News, which is a British. What is that? You think that's the British CNN? Sure. I don't know. He was on Sky News with one of the gals interviewing him about what he thinks of uh, these uh, claims that were boiling and, and disappearing and what have you. And thank you for joining me. Are you shaking and crying over these doomsday announcements? Well, what I'm scared of is the mainstream media uncritically accepting this codswallop. <laughs> what I'm scared of is these people get given a microphone and talk about total lies. Hurricanes are not increasing. We have data. Sea level is not increasing. It's some places it's decreasing, other places it's increasing. We're not having an increase in bushfires. We're not having an increase in climate deaths. We have a very large data bank showing us the exact opposite. So what these people are doing is sprouting exactly the opposite to what the data tells us. They're doing it with much more noise, They're getting the very friendly media, like The Guardian, like the mainstream media, saying, oh, we're all doomed. But every single prediction they've ever made has been wrong. Now, they've been doing this for 30 years. Mm. This latest missive was just over 30 pages long. All the science comes much later, so they give us all the scary stuff, but they don't give us their data. Mm. And they still haven't, after 30 years, they still haven't shown us that human emissions drive global warming. What I don't understand is if their predictions aren't accurate or if they're wildly inaccurate, why that doesn't dent their credibility? Why the, um, you would hope at times would be sceptical media say, well, five years ago you said this and this and none of that happened and you said this and this and actually the opposite happened. Why do we have this situation where it's the boy who cried wolf and every single time crying wolf works? It's a great scare story. We're all going to die. We're all doomed. And it's great for the mainstream media to frighten people. Front page on the newspaper, lead article on a television program. And people fall for the propaganda. There's been a relentless campaign of propaganda for 30 years and the basics haven't been shown. If you cannot show that human emissions of carbon dioxide drive global warming, then all the arguments about coal, about gas, about hydrocarbons are not demonstrated. They're wrong. Let's put it this way. Check it out now. If you're driving your Buick LeSabre with the gas light. And an icon comes on that shows a gas pump. <laughs> and you don't know what that means. You are going to be susceptible to all the global BS, okay. all the climate BS. And think how many out there are susceptible yeah. to it. 
Walking around in their pajamas. Now we have a physicist na- named Dr. John Clauser who holds multiple degrees from the California Institute of Technology and Columbia University. He has won the Nobel Prize in Physics okay. in 2022. All right. He's not a podcast host. No, this sounds like this person knows what they're doing. He's not the mayor of a fake town. Right. As a scientific expert, Clauser does not believe there is a man-made global warming crisis. This doesn't sit well with climate activists. Mm-hmm. I don't believe there is a climate crisis, Clauser said. The world we live in today is filled with misinformation. It's up to each of you to serve as judges, distinguishing truth from falsehood based on accurate observations of phenomena. In my opinion, there is no real climate crisis, Dr. Clauser said. There is, however, a very real problem with providing a decent standard of living to the world's large population and an associated energy crisis. The latter is being unnecessarily exacerbated by what, in my opinion, is incorrect climate science. Hmm. Those who deny global warming often face extreme ridicule and are subject to censorship and cancellation. In 2022, a peer-reviewed study from climate experts was published showing several unsubstantiated claims about apocalyptic climate change appearing in the mainstream media. After speaking out against this manufactured crisis, Dr. Clauser was denied his previously approved speaking engagement at the International Monetary Fund. Hmm. After speaking out against the, I said that. In a statement, the CO2 Coalition said Nobel laureate in physics, Dr. John Clauser, was to present a seminar on climate change to the IMF on Thursday, and now his talk has been summarily canceled. Interesting. According to an email he received last evening, the director of the Independent Evaluation Office of the International Monetary Fund, Pablo Moreno, had read the flyer for John's 25, July 25 Zoom talk and summarily and immediately canceled the talk. It is widely believed Dr. Clauser's speech was canceled as a result of his dissenting view on man-made climate change. Dr. Clauser isn't the only high-profile scientist who disagrees with global warming. Meteorologist John Coleman The founder of the Weather Channel agrees that there is no significant man-made global warming. Appearing on CNN, Coleman said climate change is not happening. There's no significant man-made global warming. There hasn't been any in the past, and there is no reason to expect any in the future. When the then-CNN host Brian Stelter called Coleman a climate change denier, Coleman responded, I resent you calling me a denier. That is a word meant to put me down. I'm a skeptic. Climate change is not happening. There's no significant man-made global warming now. There hasn't been any in the past, and there's no reason to expect any in the future. There's a whole lot of baloney, he continued. Hello, everybody. There is no global warming, he said to the CNN viewers. The post-Nobel Prize-winning scientist gets canceled for what he just said about climate change, appeared first in American Insider. Here is the uh, little more on Clausen. 
Nobel Prize winner, holds multiple degrees. Uh, I don't believe there's a climate crisis, he said. I believe we live in a world filled with misinformation. It's up to each of us to distinguish truth from falsehood, which is what we struggle with here on a daily basis, no matter what we're talking about. I'm glad you said that, because you could take climate change out of the discussion and put in anything Anything. else. And you will get the same results. Cancellation, uh, getting shouted down, getting mocked, getting made fun of. That's how um, the, and I'll just say the left deals with opposing viewpoints. Mm -hmm. They will not allow opposing viewpoints into the discussion. Oh, that's why we're at the seat of Gumption County, because we ain't buying their BS. I, uh, I, uh, but it, it's it's just so irritating, Joe. It's everything across the board. Yeah. We're not allowed to talk about it anymore. The cancellation part uh, puzzles me. Uh, there's got to be a better term than getting canceled. No one has canceled Dr. Klaus. Yeah, no, they did, Joe. They canceled, and we see this again and again. They cancel. Uh, upcoming speeches, they cancel discussions, they cancel his credit card, they cancel his financing. You name it, they'll cancel it. Cancel is the perfect word for it. Uh, uh, And the only people that complain about, oh, cancel, cancel, is the left, the people doing the canceling. I I guess what I meant is there's no one august body that cancels someone. I guess you just nailed it. (laughs) You're right, though. You just get nibbled to death. Yep. Yep. You just get nibbled to death by a university that suddenly uh, reneges on its speaking invitation. Or you get censored on social media. Or or the New York Times refuses to print your guest editorial. Or they pull it. Right. After they promised you, uh, or after they've even written the check, which they then require you to return, I would imagine. I don't know. Or what was the case I read last week? Uh, see. A writer um, for one of the Seattle newspapers, what the hell? Um, oh, it talked about the Lenin statue. Yeah. And, and uh, made some con- con- comparisons, and the paper turned around and fired him. Well, you know, whether we wanted to or not, we've now stumbled onto something very important. Very important. If, if the left will not tolerate dissent and will not tolerate any uh, variation on the way they view the world, then what the hell do they want? And I think we've been pretty much on board suggesting that what they want is the mystery brought about. They don't want Western civilization. They don't want it. And they don't offer an alternative. I think, to me, my perspective, and I hope I'm wrong, is they want the collapse of society for some reason. To start over, you mean, Kenny? I don't. I, well, the I mystery know. is the United States. Help, help we me. don't know. That's the mystery. The mystery is a country brought about that without its traditions and conventions and history, and it's a completely different place. And it might be as simple as, yeah, starting over, because they don't like the founders. They were evil white guys. They think they were flawed. They don't like capitalism because they think that's unfair. They don't like competition. You know, I can hang a Dodge emblem on my GMC. It's still a GMC. Right. You know, they can do whatever the hell they want. That's right. Our history is still our history. 
Uh, my new garage door guy is not a guy. It's the family-owned business precision garage door of the Twin Cities. They take care of everything, the rollers, the springs, the openers, the uh, pairing it to your phone. What are you smirking about? All that. I'm just no, so man. happy for you that you no, found a family. Not the family. All, I mean. all the S. They take yep. care of all the S. <laughs> all of that. All that S they take care of. Yep. They do it correctly. They're available on weekends. They're available 24-7. They don't charge more for weekend visits. They serve the metro in western Wisconsin. And uh, tell them you appreciate a Garage Logic business, a Garage Logic family-owned business. And uh, you want to uh, improve your curb appeal, you might want to be attempting to sell. Mm-hmm. They provide garage doors, any type you want. They got it all handled. They fix garage doors correctly. They do it the first time. Uh, you're busy. They're busy. They'll take care of it. It's precision garage door of the Twin Cities. Get help at precisiondoormn.com. No, you almost said prashit. Prashitin. Prashitin. Well, I mispronounced precision. Right, but yes. you, it was the hesitation that prashit. got us to... Right. Yes. You, you recovered, though. You are. Precision. You're a professional. Precision. Yes, sir. Yes. 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 Well, let's go to Johnny. Okay. Okay. My first five pages were new laws. I'll just skip that. <laughs> How do you spell intricate? I N T R I C A T E. C A. Oh, Kate. I got you. I know Kate. Kate. Lovely gal. Hi, Kate. Intricate, intricate. How about the fact that all Trump's PAC money is going to be used to pay lawyers? Does it? it, it, it oh, never mind. I just. Wait, I actually ripped out a Trump piece today. Oh, oh, gotta love this. Trump threatening Republicans. Oh, yeah. He is, huh? Yeah, my way or the highway. Page, uh, I don't have the page. Today's Star Tribune. Johnny, when you get to your midway point, will you please throw it to me? To Chris. Yes, please. We had the stabbing in Highland Park Saturday. Well, congratulations. Mm -hmm. 73-year-old guy knocks on the door. A 59-year-old guy answers the door. They start stabbing each other. The 73-year-old guy dies. The 59-year-old guy gets injured. Do they know each other? I would presume they do. Wasn't that far from the Highland Little League fields down in Bedoin. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I heard the sirens that morning. You seen them? I didn't see them. I heard them. I didn't know of, of a Bedoin Street prior to that. It's uh, between the river and Cleveland. Is it next to the homeless shelter or encampment, I mean? No. South of the fields. South of the fields between Cleveland and the river. Okay. Right. It's a north-south street. Got it. It's but, down there in Bazantsville. Yes. Yeah. They own everything. Oh, they did. Pee-wee was only 70, huh? Yeah. And that's true, he died? Mm-hmm. He did die, yes. Had cancer for six years, apparently. Of what? None was fighting it. Doesn't say. He just, he apologized in a statement released after his death about not telling people about it, but he wanted to keep it private. 
Well, it's the same thing with Norm, right? Norm didn't tell anybody. Norm, Norm who? McDonald. Oh, yeah, he didn't tell anybody. Yep. But you could see on his last <clears throat> appearance on Letterman that he knew it wasn't. Was it Letterman? Yeah, it was Letterman. No matter what, anytime there's a Trump rally, whoever's writing about it, in this case, it's the New York Times, they love portraying the followers that show up at these rallies as being completely batshit insane. Mm -hmm. And they never, they never take (laughs) into account. See, you're, you two are following in, falling into the same trap. I don't think we are, Getty. They never take into uh, an account an account that there's totally normal people that vote for Trump and like his ideas. But I don't and, know how they don't see through him. He's a bad human being. He doesn't yeah, care yeah. about the people who vote for him. Right. Well, that's a different issue. I'm talking about newspapers um, portraying all followers as completely batshit insane. I will admit I knew some normal people who voted for Trump who now wouldn't vote for him if their lives too. depended Me on too. it. And I'm I, looking don't, at one. <laughs> I don't think those who are attending, those are the people attending the rallies, Kenny. I, that's, you know. I know people that make more than all of us put together. So what? Their incomes are so what? in the billions that are Trump supporters. You know billionaires? Never, Did you get me some the, money? The, the, what I'm saying, and you're laughing and mocking and laughing it off, just, like, right. a fucking right. le- just like a goddamn lefty. <laughs> you mock me. Your you answer is me? to mock and make fun. And that's what that's what like in this case the New York Times is doing. You know what? Now I'm gonna grab that story and read those quotes. Mm. No, the quote I wanted to ask you about, help me out with this. This comes from Trump. Any Republican that doesn't act on democratic fraud should be immediately primaried. What does that what does primaried mean? Is, am I pronouncing that right? It looks like yeah. primary. Can you primary somebody after they're in well, office? I, guess, uh, I don't understand. Lose. Does he just mean during the election cycle? I don't know. I don't get it. That's why I brought all of this up. Let's see if we can find anything on it. I'm ready whenever you guys are. Well, for Ken, if some reason, Kenny wanted to start a fight about Trump. So. <laughs> Will you stop picking on Kenny, Joe? Damn you. Let's go here. No, and you glossed over the firearm stuff, too. That bugged me. I'd love to fight you about that. Well, bring it up. John's got... No, John, not, bring I'm it up not, in your I'm laws not, I, I, and let I, Kenny I, weigh I, in. I, 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 okay. I'll just use that part. I won't. I'll just use... I'll skip the stuff you did and do the other ones I put in the story. How's that? Are we... Well, I think I should be able to lend somebody my shotgun to go hunting. <clears throat> I can't give my son or my grandkid, granddaddy's old piece of shit, Stevens 12-gauge over-under that shouldn't be shot anyway. I can't give him that now. I have to get the ATF and the feds involved because it's a, a gift. Give me a break. All this does is create laws that made... Uh, law-abiding citizens, criminals. That's all it does. Save, Locks save are for honest here. people. Save mm-hmm. it for the uh, I don't know. Locks let's, are for honest people. Let's not even bother. Oh, I got did it I just my skip chest. it then? You want me to skip it, Kenny? Hey, okay. Skip the gun shit. Yeah, well, I'll skip you know, all of it. Cause if if we were stuff. serious about the gun shit, we'd have Rob on. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Rolling. Email. 
<laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. I'm checking my calendar. I think today might be the last day that we can save big, big money on Liberty Safe, the Franklin sale at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Here's the options, some of the price. Well, I don't have any prices here, but these are great options. Uh, it's all Franklin series, the Franklin 23, the 40, and the 50, all of them on sale. They all come in gray marble, and they all include the e-lock and the accessories kit. The accessories kit is a 12-inch dehumidifier and a clear view light kit. That's usually about a grand, so that's a good deal. And the prices on these are amazing. These Franklin's great safes. Or there's a whole different deal that Rich has been running all of July. The 20% off for GLers only sale. This is where you step up to Rich. He's the owner of Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Declare your status as a GLer. And he says, boom, 20% off any in-stock safe in the house. But be sure to declare your status when you meet Rich. When we talk about Liberty Safes, you know this. We're talking about the best, the very best. Best fire protection, best value, transferable lifetime warranties, professional delivery setup. That's all available from Rich. Maple Grove Lock and Safe. They're at 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. They're open Monday to Friday, 8 to 5, and, of course, 24 hours a day at maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, some new information on the Star Tribune has come up with some on a shooting that happened on I-94 North Minneapolis overnight. Authorities have not released the name of a motorist who was shot and killed by the Minnesota State Patrol, but a family member told the Star Tribune the man is Ricky Cobb II of Spring Lake Park, 33 years old. A few, a few details have been released about what led to the fatal shooting on westbound I-94 near 42nd Avenue North. Bureau of Criminal Apprehension sent personnel to the scene to investigate a use-of-force incident. The agency did not specifically say a shooting had happened. The state patrol says it plans to release a more detailed statement early uh, in the afternoon today. Events captured on Minnesota Department of Transportation traffic management cameras unfolded about 2.15 in the morning on the right shoulder of the freeway about two miles north of downtown Minneapolis. Uh, the video is dark, but it appeared troopers were conducting a traffic stop near the Dowling Avenue exit. At one point, the vehicle the patrol had stopped drove away from the scene, and at least two troopers were seen running back to their squads. Again, now more information expected on that during a press conference later on today. They were searching the area of the on-ramp from Dowling to westbound 94, and the uh, final incident happened underneath the railroad bridge, um, which is right by 42nd in mm -hmm. the Camden area. Did you catch his name? Tell us yeah. his name Ricky again. Cobb. Uh, Ricky Cobb the second. Why does that sound familiar? Super 70 Sports. That's it's his run name? by It's run by a guy named Ricky Cobb. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Well, I don't think this was him. I don't think so. Oh. No. This guy's from Spring Lake Park, so... Uh, Fridley police say an officer is recovering after being stabbed in his lower leg while trying to arrest a woman Sunday morning. According to police, officers called to the 100 block of 83rd Avenue Northeast for a report of a dispute between neighbors. When officers got there, they found evidence of harassment and disorderly conduct, then contacted the suspect, identified as a 63-year-old woman. They say the officers tried to arrest her, but... She resisted, then allegedly stabbed the officer in the leg with an object. Police didn't specify what the object was, but said it caused a puncture wound on the officer. The officer will make a full recovery. Woman is being held on charges of second-degree assault, fourth-degree assault, and disorderly conduct at the Anoka County Jail. Formal charges could be filed 
Monday afternoon. Twin Cities man described by prosecutors as an anti-government militia sympathizer with the desire to kill black activists and liberals has been sentenced to nearly six and a half years in prison. 50-year-old Darian Huen of Anoka received a sentence in U.S. District Court in St. Paul after pleading guilty to possession with intent to distribute methamphetamine and illegal possession of a machine gun. The plea deal that he signed included him admitting he had discussed an interest in a revolution or coup d'etat. Ahead of sentencing, the prosecution argued in a filing for him to get a nine-year prison sentence. But Wen's defense countered in the submission to the court for a five-year prison sentence. Attorney Andrew Earlbeck pointed to his client's lack of a felony record, along with struggles with a psychological disorder and there drug you go. addiction. There you go. Yeah. A portion of what? Uh, no, it's uh, the accident. A driver who slowed for a crash ahead hit from behind and killed in a chain reaction wreck in Plymouth. Oh. Deadly. Yeah, this happened Sunday, shortly before 5:15 on Highway 169. According to the patrol, uh, traffic was slow, uh, slowing down on southbound Highway 169 because of an earlier crash ahead when a Ford utility vehicle hit a car from behind. That car then pushed into the back of an SUV. The motorist who died was a 40-year-old woman from Plymouth who has not yet been identified. Yes, sir, in the back. It could be just me. Uh, maybe I brought this up the other day. If I did, I don't recall. I think I was telling you off here. I had a 15-minute period last week driving from point A to point B where I where I saw every every driver I saw was doing something wrong and I'm not exaggerating mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. taking a right turn and then deciding to change their mind and then without regard to the people yep. behind them coming back to go straight mm -hmm. or pulling out of a parking spot without even looking if there's cars coming down the street yep. Within 24 hours, I've seen two blown stop signs. I mean, right through them. Jeez. Uh, uh, What's your point? When there, what does that icon mean? Where there's a the fuel <laughs> tank comes on next to the E. Exactly. Uh, I've never yeah. seen that before. Exactly. Yeah. Well, when you watch the video of the story, John, just this, this is it's got to be a case of this guy was not paying attention, right? I mean, the, you don't even see brake lights on the box truck. There, uh, yesterday, well, I, I was in North Dakota for a family reunion, drove back, and there's a spot right past St. Cloud where everything goes into one lane for a while. There's some construction there. Yeah. Signs for 10 miles telling you mm -hmm. what's going to happen. As we approach it, we all slow down. I look in my rearview mirror. Uh, there's a, Greek, a Jeep Grand Cherokee behind me suddenly swerving, you know, and, and rear end going all over because you can tell he paid no attention didn't see the cars slowing down and slammed on his brakes uh, there's absolutely no how can you miss 10 miles well, of signs what one. joe said and what you said is the is the bad combination we have we've got too many people behind the wheel that shouldn't be because you know we're just handing out licenses for all but secondly those people are also not paying attention i did the nice part about this was uh, there were two semis and i was ahead of both of them and they both slowed down in the two lanes approaching where it went into one lane they both slowed down to about 20 miles an hour cars had no shot at doing anything except oh so them. they blocked the zipper merge they they didn't block the zipper merge they blocked everybody from driving up to it at 70 miles an hour and yeah they, they blocked the zipper merge when they got secondary up. crashes are one of the biggest problems we have there there's a crash up ahead and like you j just said you know people not paying attention yeah. auger into so not only do you have to watch your mirror more closely than 
what's in front of you, you have to give yourself a huge following distance in front of you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when that guy's coming at you, you've got some space to move up to give this idiot room to fishtail into the, you know, retaining wall. It could come down to this. You might have to pay high property taxes to avoid bad driving. I don't follow you. You'd have you you have to pay high property taxes to avoid freeways. I still don't get you. Yeah, I'm not. I got it. You live in the heart of the city, you pay too much, but you're not commuting on freeways. Oh, I see. I get it. Gotcha. Okay. I got it. Got it. Uh, on that note, why don't we uh, take a little break I, I, here? I, I, and you, I still bat in a ball. You never cost a dollar ten. Wait a Let's uh, let's send it over to a somewhat so, confused Chris. If readers. I don't drive as far as I do, <laughs> no. Here's a simple way to say it. Put it there. I'm going to encounter m- fewer problems during my commute than you are. Hello. So you have to pay for that, right? And I, I'm being somewhat facetious uh, about uh, what I, that uh, costs. Uh, mm. Chris, Never mind. I got Chris, you. take uh, it away, will you? Well, I on think that you better note, go have a cigarette. On that note, how about you put your money really? into a bank? Yeah, I will. You can trust. Can I? No, <laughs> you cannot. Sit down. You're oh. doing good. Uh, North American Banking Company. That's who I'm here on behalf for. And thanks to them once again for sponsoring 30 Years of Garage Logic. They have six locations to take care of you, your family, your business, whatever your needs might be. Roseville is my location, but 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove can also serve you the same way. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other big banks, but with the service of a community bank. And North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They're not sent out of state. And this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. Their team of experienced bankers are ready to help owners navigate all of the challenges and obstacles that come with owning a business. When they first opened back in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. While a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, please turn to the experts at North American Banking Company. And go online today, nabankco.com. That's their website, nabankco.com. North American Banking Company, member FDIC, is an equal housing lender. We've had to live in certain locations because she didn't want her teenage kids driving in areas where uh, she thought it would be unsafe for teenage drivers. To I get drive. that completely. You know, like Sunfish Lake. She didn't want kids having to duck out and get on 110. Mm. Well, that's one of the reasons why we moved. I didn't want my kids taking 212 to get to school. Yeah, but here's my point. You live in the heart of the city. You got no driving problems compared to that. Compared to that. You still have driving problems. I would agree with you, but... That's deep. That's deep. No, but but <laughs> I see more people running red lights and stop signs in the city yeah. than I do on highways. Yeah, the two blown stop signs were right in the middle of the city that I saw. You seen them? I did seen them. You seen them. I ain't seen them stop. I seen it. 
Give me just one second, gentlemen, and I'll be right with you. Give me three steps. John, or excuse me, Rook. Yo. When Johnny's done with his newscast, will you please give me a scape? Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thing into news, Chris. Huh? Nothing into news. Just Kenny. Me. Kenny Olson. Oh, Kenny's got one. Got it. Got it. All right, I am almost there, gentlemen. Okay. Ready, Ken? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, I'm rolling. Okay. Yep. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Sun came up today. That means DK Mags tossed open the doors at 10 a.m. at the store, Old 8, New Brighton. They'll keep doing that until the world spontaneously combusts. They also have Monticello Pawn and Gun under their umbrella. They're at Highway 25 south of 94 in Monticello. Oh, and a wonderful website dkmags.com. You'll find the staff at both locations, honest, down-to-earth GLers. They'll treat you right. And that's if it's your very first firearms purchase or you do it frequently, they treat you the same. You can buy in-store or through the online catalog at dkmags.com. If you need a little work done to that firearms, that firearms, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All of them. Uh, they can do that in-house. They have in- in-house gunsmithing, or you can send them out for more intricate jobs. DK Mags will also buy your unwanted guns, and they can provide you with short-term or long-term firearms storage. Very secure. Give them a shot. Try them out. DK Mags in New Brighton and Monticello Pond and Gun, a couple of wonderful shops run by GLers for us. GLers. Didn't that phony who runs the U.N., Gutierrez, did he... Didn't he uh, use all his ammunition with the word boiling? Because I keep thinking about that. That's tough. Because what's next? There is no next except vaporization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He threw all of his eggs into one carton. That's what I'm trying to say. And the the earth (laughs) was uneven. And he didn't check them either to see if they were broken. Right. The earth died screaming. Right. The earth is screaming at us. Boiling. In other news, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky warned on Sunday that war was coming to Russia after three Ukrainian drones were downed over Moscow. (sighs) Zelensky said gradually the war is returning to the territory of Russia to its symbolic centers and military bases, and this is inevitable, natural, and absolutely fair. Zelensky spoke after three Ukrainian drones were downed over Moscow early on Sunday, according to the Russian Defense Ministry. The attack damaged two office towers briefly shut in International Airport. A threat kind of, uh, I don't know, just out of the blue for North Korea. North Korea's foreign ministry this week vowed that the country would annihilate the United States, adding that the U.S. would be terminated in this century. Okay. The statement said, should the U.S. Due to the climate or just? No, no, no. They're going to annihilate us. It said, should the U.S. uh, The statement said, should the U.S. choose to offend our republic, we will annihilate them by using all our military power that we have gathered so far. All of this came on the 70th anniversary of the Korean War armistice. 
conflict-ending truce was reached between North Korea, China, which had supported North Korea, and the U.S., which had supported South Korea in the war. South Korea did not agree to the armistice, so they just decided. That little psycho POS has killed more fish uh, than anybody in the world. Yeah. Basically, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. He gets up in the morning and he kills fish by shooting another rocket into the ocean that can't get anywhere. Well, he, he kills his own countrymen. He's, mm-hmm. he's the great Satan. Yeah. It's surprising that there has not been an insurrection. They're too weak. They yeah. don't have food. They don't have arms. They got nothing. All the, they're dying they don't have of, arms? They're dying, dying of starvation and... He's about 800 pounds now. Right. What? uh, Is he still a good golfer? Well, he does shoot one. He can shoot one for 18 holes. Mm. That's That's amazing. That's really impressive. No, he had 18 18, holes in one. 18. Shot 18. Shot 18. That that was his dad. Oh, I I thought this was him. That shot 18. Uh Yeah. Uh, Things appear to be going from bad to worse for the Ron DeSantis presidential campaign, at least according to a brand new New York Times Siena poll, shows that former President Trump extended his lead in the latest poll to 27 points over the Florida governor. If the race were head-to-head right now, the poll says Trump would best DeSantis by a two-to-one margin. Other top candidates listed include former Vice President Mike Pence at 3%, Senator Tim Scott at 3%, former Governor Nikki Haley at 3%, Vivek Ramaswamy, and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie each came in at 2%. Meanwhile, black Republicans now criticizing that line about slavery and Florida's history standards, including presidential candidate Tim Scott, who said there's no silver lining in slavery. Slavery was really about separating families, about mutilating humans, and even raping wives. It was devastating. Former Congressman and presidential candidate Will Hurd also said the line should be replaced, as did Republican Reps John James from Michigan and Republican Rep Brian Donalds of, uh, I'm sorry, Byron Donalds of Florida. The line in the standards that they're referring to requires teachers to instruct middle school students that slaves developed skills that could, quote, be applied for their personal benefit. The governor, DeSantis, said disagreeing with the statement is, in his words, a leftist talking point. The population is not bright enough to understand that that was a reference to resiliency. The danger is here is politicians writing history. Mm-hmm. That's the, that, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Putting their little twist mm-hmm. on it. Uh, uh, politi- yeah. We went through this. The, the, yeah. They had uh, big yeah. shot doctors, uh, PhD types from the failed academy, but still PhD types who were black, who wrote that line. Right. DeSantis didn't write the line. And, and it's not untrue. But now we have politicians deciding what history should be. Right, because the populace is not smart enough to discern what that actually meant. And they're the dumbest of the population. In entertainment news, second strong weekend for both Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbie was again the weekend leader, taking in 93 million globally from Friday to Sunday. That was a drop from the opening weekend, but so what? They had the second biggest second weekend in history. Who Overall, stars in that thing? In what? Who Barbie? stars in it, John? Gosling? Margot uh, uh, Robbie? Robbie. Robbie? Yeah. And who's, who's Ken? Ryan Gosling. I hope they were smart enough to get points. Yeah. I will uh, oh, say this about the movie. Oh, my God. You should see it twice because the second time you see it, much will be explained. <laughs> okay. How many times have you seen it? Twice. <laughs> Overall, Barbie, uh, Rook has You're contributed. Not, hold on, John, hold on a second. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. 
I had a very You're lying, aren't you? No, he's not. And I know why he's not lying. Why twice? The though? second John mentioned box office, I saw Rook do this. Huh? As in <laughs> as in I am preparing to give some vital information to my men on GL. See it twice. It explains a lot. And you won't miss anything. Much like Ken, you're smooth down there, aren't you? <laughs> Yikes. The, uh, you know me so well, Kenny. You what, know me what, so well. what night did you? Oh, would you please explain? Can I? Can I read you guys a text? Oh my god! Oh, uh, sure. what time is it? Oh. I don't care what time it is. We have time. Uh, yes, sir. Let's see. So I get this. This was Saturday at four thirty. Yep. I got a text. AM or PM? PM. PM. Got it. I got a text from Rook. What's the name of that guy that likes owls on the show? And I texted back, huh? And he texts back, the guy that likes owls. And I went, WTF are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what's wrong with you? And he writes, you don't remember the name of the guy that likes owls? And I wrote, I like owls. <laughs> I know, but that guy's name. And then I texted back, are you all right? <laughs> yes, we are sitting in the backyard talking about the guy. Your backyard, coming. I wrote? Yes. You mean the State Fair Raptor guy I wrote? <laughs> no, that's John. And then I wrote, you're frightening me. Yeah. And he texts us back, owl guy. And I just made oh. up a name, Dwayne, a guy who owns owls. No, you dumb blank. You were supposed to say who. Then I would know you were the owl guy. Save you 15% or more on car insurance. Yep, everybody oh. knows that. Well, did you know that some owls aren't that wise? Don't forget, I'm having brunch with Megan tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Who? Megan, my coworker. Who? Seriously, you've met her like three times. <laughs> Who? Were your neighbors? I on was the... on a roll. I was doing that to everybody. Matthew, but it was—it's not funny. If know, I had said Matthew, who right off the bat, maybe your neighbors Matthew, are on the pot, and you got a little contact high. Were you is smoking that what, weed? I was not on happened? the reefer. And I hadn't even started drinking the dope. Yet. The dope. He was doing the dope. But see, you say, you know, that, that guy that likes owls, and you say, who? Who? And, and then you would have said, the guy. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, yeah. You're it's the you. guy. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, anyway, uh, Barbie yeah. so far. What is... night did you go to Barbie? Saturday. And then what's the second time you saw it? Uh, I, no, that was the second time. Saturday night was the second time we saw it. I had gone earlier in the week. Is he telling the truth? Hey, he I'm sounds afraid. very serious. He sounds very serious. Look at me. You're not telling the truth, are you? I'm not saying No, anything. I can tell you're not. I'm not saying anything. I can tell you're not. I'm not saying anything. Who? No, I haven't seen oh. it. I, I haven't seen it. Oh. I, I doubt I will see it. Well, well, see, now I don't know what really good. Think. Now you're denying it. I'm denying it, yes. I'm looking at I just hope those two actors who I know nothing about, and uh, I just Ooh. hope they were smart enough to <laughs> get a couple of points of, which is what, the percentage of the gross? Yeah. Yeah. Do they like owls? So, who? So Thank far, <laughs> so far, Barbie's made $775 million globally. Already is the third best performing film of the year. Meanwhile, Oppenheimer took in another $46.6 million, making it the first R-rated film in the U.S. to make more than uh, $10 million over 10 consecutive days. Globally, they've made $400 million on that film so far. Uh, one continued victim of all this, the Mission Impossible film, which is not doing as well as they wanted it to, even though it's made $448 million globally. 
Uh, it still marks a bit of a fall off for the well-reviewed Tom Cruise blockbuster, whose momentum has taken a hit from the Barbenheimer juggernaut. What's one percent of seven hundred and seventy-five million? Jeez, wow! One percent of seven hundred seventy. Joe, that'd be one point seven five million. Oh my God! Huh? Nope. What? One percent of what now? Seven hundred seventy. What's one percent of seven hundred and seventy-five million? Move the decimal point over two spots. And what do you get? It'd be seven point seven five million. Well, that, so if they just if she would just smart enough to have her agency, I want one percent. She's already at almost eight million. Right. That's, yeah. Very good, Chris. I had to use yeah. my calculator to figure yeah. that out. Council what? Council Member oh, Kelly chimes in with, I, too, am 54 years old and have seen the Barbie movie twice. I cried my eyes out and laughed so hard. It is a wonderful movie, and all seven of my kids loved it as well. But Kelly might be a female. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what other uh, entertainment note? This one makes me as sad as Joe's Blue uh, Beautiful wow. Saber story did. Actor Paul Rubens. Kenny's really getting short-tempered right now. Yeah. I actually don't blame him. Yeah. I am so angry mm. at you. Matthew. Me? Why don't be angry? Paul Rubin, John? What about uh, Squeaky? What's his name? Not Squeaky. Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Pee-wee Herman has died. Years after a cancer diagnosis, according to his team, he was 70 years old. He had a team. Well, of course he does. He's an actor. Statement posted to his Facebook said, last night we said farewell to Paul Rubens, an iconic, that's what it says, I didn't make it up, American actor, comedian, writer and producer whose beloved character Pee Wee Herman delighted generations of children and adults with his positivity, whimsy, and belief in the importance of kindness. Uh, Rubens actually uh, made a statement, wrote a statement, posted to social media after his death saying, please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing the last six years. Feliz Navidad. That means Merry Christmas in Spanish. Say it. Feliz Navidad. I don't know why I think that's no, I know you do. Now, let me take a little bit of heat off a of rook here about the Barbie yeah. thing. Yeah. In my hands, I hold every episode ever of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Whoa. That just makes you cool. That That's oh. awesome. Yeah, we okay, are cool. I'm cool then. Thank you. Kevin. Yeah, no, how could you cool. not? No, that is so I, I awesome, John. I appreciate that. I'm, uh, the, in the movie, <laughs> I, I did uh, get a real kick out of when he knocked over all the Harleys. Oh, all yes, that's classic. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to use the phone. <laughs> We're Satan's helpers. That was the name of the group. But didn't they end up loving him? Yeah, yeah he, did he did the, the dance. dance. He, he, made the, he made friends with them. He borrowed the, the, the cooks, yeah. the dishwashers, high-heeled shoes. And, <laughs> and who dancing. hasn't been half the bag at a wedding reception and done the, the Pee Wee Herman <laughs> tequila <laughs> dance? <laughs> Tell him Large Marsh sent you. Right. <laughs> a French man known for death-defying stunts has died after he fell from a high-rise residential building in Hong Kong. Remy Lucidi had climbed a number of similar structures around the world. Police are investigating whether he was trying to do the same thing when he died. Mm-hmm. Luc- Lucidi goes the elevator by the stomach. Mm. Yeah, pictures of him that I saw gave me the elevator stomach. Lucidi goes by the name Remy Enigma on social media. He had posted a photo from Times Square in Causeway Bay, a captioned Hong Kong, just days before his death. The South China Morning Post reported he was last seen alive knocking on a penthouse window on the 68th floor. Oh, I got the elevator. 
of the Tregunter Tower at about 7.30 p.m. on Thursday. The knocking scared a domestic helper inside who called police when she saw a man outside the window. He fell off the building before officers arrived there and was confirmed dead at the scene. Authorities finding a sports camera on his body. One of his last photos, he wrote, Life is too short to chase unicorns. Who did the tightrope walk between the twin towers when they were still standing? Is that one the Walendas? I, yeah. I don't yeah. think it was Walenda. Hmm. So look it, it up, Rook. Rook it, look it up while John wraps up his dues. Uh, one other thing, they had the big air show in Wisconsin uh, oh. this weekend, they, the Oshkosh Air Show, and uh, unfortunately, two separate accidents took the lives of four people, including the daughter of two-time Super Bowl-winning offensive lineman Bruce Colley. Uh, days after she celebrated her third wedding anniversary, Colley's daughter was 30-year-old Devin O'Reilly, and her co-pilot, Zach Colmorano, were flying a World War II-era T-6 Texan during the Air Venture Oshkosh Air Show when the aircraft plunged into Lake Winnebago around 9 in the morning Saturday, five minutes after takeoff. The vintage aircraft had reached 3,900 feet before plummeting into the lake. Witnesses of the crash said the plane was spinning uncontrollably. Some of the folks thought that it was a trick that they were doing before it finally hit the water. An investigation is underway to determine the cause of that crash. Later in the day, a second disaster hit near the air show after an ELA-10 Eclipse gyrocopter collided in midair with the Rotaway 162F helicopter. The pilot of the helicopter, 69-year-old Mark Peterson, and passenger Thomas Voles were both killed in that accident. August 7th, 1974, uh, New York awoke to find aerialist Philippe Petit yeah, walking on a wire. Yep. Yes. Another Frenchman. Yep. Is These that Frenchmen why... have a reputation as cowards, but there's two of them right there that climb tall buildings and do yeah. weird stuff. Do people go to air shows just to see plane crashes? I don't know, but I've been to the Oshkosh show. It's quite, uh, it's quite a revelation. If you want to hear cylinders. Ooh. Mm. I'll bet. I flew there in uh, Fifi, a B-52. Hmm. Or no, flew back from there in Fifi to here. Hmm. Yeah. What? Back when we had a staff that that arranged things like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not arranging now. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to get somebody to call Marjorie Johnson. You know. I got gotcha. you. Why don't we take a timeout and come back? Let's do take a timeout. And let me tell you that we have ordered a second ship for the Croatian cruise next oh, year. Oh, boy. The first one is sold out. And the uh, that means, of course, that the Adriatic King is sold out. So you will be able to meet the Adriatic Queen. And we will be... Uh, Tandem, just following, and we go into ports and we mix it all up. So we're gonna have you'll get to your uh, rookie time. Can I request the ship that you're not on? People already have. Okay, people already have. Good. There's a couple Good. that already did that. <laughs> if you would like more information about this eight day cruise from Split to Dubrovnik, this is July 14th of 2024, next year. So start staving up right now. You can go to online to escapewithusvacations.com. Yes, sir. Uh, when you're on the ship next year, are you going to wear all the medals from the airport? Yeah, I'm going to wear. I'm for sure bringing my flare. May, you got to make kind of an admiral's jacket. I will do that. Yeah. I can do that. You got to get a costume. I can do that. And if you want to go with us, you're more than welcome to come. Uh, there's Joe. there's certain things uh, that uh, I wish I was still doing, and I'd go in a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. If you want to go and you want to see the itinerary prior to. Go to escapewithusvacations.com, click on the Croatian button, and you'll see what the price includes, where we're going, where we're stopping, 
and how much fun and how beautiful though both of those boats are. Escape with us vacations.com or go old school if you want to talk to someone and dial 651. Do you have a No, just no? Go okay. ahead. Okay. I got to click on the phone number here. 651 I just lost it. It's a phone number. That's a phone number. You can get it on escapewithusvacations.com. 651-788-4338. escapewithusvacations.com. Well, it occurs to me that you know what this is. What? This is a test run for a Garage Logic cruise in which we're all on the cruise. We have seminars, you know, during the day there would be a meeting. And yes. Come in and you could sit in the auditorium and listen to us and... Where's the party? I think, uh, you know, party lay night. down a podcast. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it right from the ship. Yeah. By cruise, do you mean on my pontoon? Yes. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. The destroyed liver, whatever the hell it's this is called. Cirrhosis uh, of the river. De- these right. nuts. It's been re- nuts. rechristened. Oh, re-christened? These nuts. Who's? Yeah. These. Oh. These. All right. Oh, I need one second. Am I done? Yeah. Are we done here? Oh, you got to record that. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go. I'm going to go do that right now. Who, what client brought, what, never mind. Hello? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) Yes, sir. John? Yeah. yeah. How yeah. far is that TPC in Blaine from your house? Uh, about 20 minutes or so, oh, give it's or that take. Far. All right. Give or take, yeah. I've been there, but I've never played it. It's hard to get to. They got a lot of water. Hi, Bros. Hello, Fresh. Yeah. Don't forget. Ready, Such? Yes. Okay. Rolling. Truth, justice, and the Suchere. I should turn my mic on when I'm trying to do an ad for Hofferman Water and Kinetico. 
Uh, I got a good email from Jeff over the weekend that said he and his wife just decided to make the switch to Hofferman and Connecticut. Thank you for the recommendation, Reavers. We decided to make the switch, and you were right. Our new drinking water system is fantastic. We should have done this many, many years ago. I had the same reaction when I first got my drinking water system installed. Why didn't we do this earlier? So get on the schedule. Don't be like me. Don't be like Jeff. Get on the schedule now and don't regret your decision later on. 952-894-4040. That's their phone number. They are still in the midst of their busiest time of the year, but that doesn't mean you can't get on that schedule now. 952-894-4040. You can also visit their website, HoffermanWater.com. You go on there and you can see every single system that they have to offer. And maybe you're in the market for a new water softener or an odor filtration system. It doesn't matter. They will take care of you. I've been a customer for years now of Hofferman and Connecticut, and I'm very satisfied with my decision to make the switch, and I guarantee that you will be as well. 952-894-4040, HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about it here on the Garage Logic Podcast. John Height, would you do me a favor, please? Sure. Mm-hmm. Would you look up famous graduates of Johnson High School in St. Paul? Okay. Uh, I'll need it during this day in history. Okay. All right. In the meantime, we're all aware of the car ferry attempting to get from uh, Europe to Egypt called the Fremantle Highway, which is on on fire. fire. Uh, It is carrying 3,000 vehicles. Now, listen to these numbers. Uh, It's been abandoned, by the way. It was not safe enough for the crew to remain on board and try to put out the fire. It's carrying 3,000 vehicles 25 of which are electric. You got this? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it's, uh, it was en route from uh, Bremerhaven, Germany, to Port Said, Egypt. Okay. It's owned by a Tokyo-based shipping company. It's floating unmanned in the waters of the North Sea because the crew was forced to abandon it due to uncontrollable blaze. Uh, the Dutch Coast Guard... Aided by firefighting vessels from the Netherlands and Germany, has been working to control the blaze and prevent environmental damage. Despite their efforts, the fire continues to burn and the ship is now listing. Uh-oh. All right, that's the situation is quite severe, said a representative from the Dutch Coast Guard. The fire is still raging and it's too risky for anyone to get on board. We're doing everything we can to prevent it from sinking. But the ship is heavily listed already. That means it's going down. They can't do that. One of the primary concerns <laughs> is the potential environmental impact, particularly due to the 25 electric vehicles on board. The lithium-ion batteries in these EVs could cause additional fires and explosions, making the situation even more hazardous. If the ship were to sink... These batteries could pose a significant environmental threat. Okay, what I need is a GL physicist or somebody. A nautical expert? Uh, No, I need a battery expert to point out you got 3,000 vehicles, but only 25 of them, the electric ones, pose this horrible effect on the environment. Why? Why? 
the elements inside the EV. Right, battery. but I want to know what what it does. Well, well, the lithium-ion batteries of the EVs can react violently with water, causing further fires and even explosions. If the ship does sink, the release of these materials into the marine environment could have serious ecological consequences. But they're not telling us what they are and how uh, that would happen. I would really love to know that. Uh, and I bet there are, gee, well, I could even do my own homework, I suppose, and, and find out. As authorities continue to fight the blaze, the full extent of the damage and potential environmental impact remains to be seen. Uh, investigations into the fire will commence once the situation is brought under control. In other words, you got 3,000 vehicles, but they're really most most concerned about the effect the 25 EVs would have on the marine life. Well, and the, I was trying to look it up while you were talking. I wasn't really able to find anything. But if we know one thing about the GL audience, they will mansplain the living you-know-what of the EV battery. I can, can see a point, I can see a point where we ship uh, EVs on separate um, boats. Let the cars go in one container and then hook... No, but they're they're not the EVs aren't built on a frame. What you think of as the frame is the battery. No, I mean they won't allow EVs on these big carriers. Oh, I see what you're saying. All right. Yeah. Then how are we going to get them from Europe to here? Kenny, aren't there also And the railroad Biden wants to build? The right, rail line. Right across right. the yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, right across the ocean. Aren't there certain shops that won't even service EVs? Yeah. Didn't I read that somewhere? Yep. All I know is, based on everything I've heard, I sure as hell don't want to drive an EV in a big rainstorm. I'm sure they got that figured out, but, you know, I'm not taking my chances. You know what I'm saying? You're just not driving one, period. John, are you ready for me? I believe I am, yes. Don't say anything yet. We should all be embarrassed, or as Downing notes, boy, did you go out on a high note Friday. (laughs) I wasn't First, <laughs> you disavowed any knowledge of Minnesota Governor John A. Johnson. Never heard of him, was the consensus of the mayor and his staff. Hello, St. Paul, hockey, Herb Brooks, high school, east side. Does that help any? And if that wasn't enough gubernatorial disrespect for one podcast, you then proceeded to kill off Al Quee. A simple... <laughs> God, are we bad. Yep. A simple glance at Wikipedia reveals that the 99-year-old Al is both the nation's <laughs> eldest living former governor and the nation's eldest living former U.S. representative. The family of Al Quee can relax. No, He's still was, alive. Lou Wangberg. I know. I was playing on And then we said, I think he was Al Quee's lieutenant governor, and then somebody said, is Al Quee still with us? I said, no. No, no he's not. Uh, David is blaming <laughs> all of us for the sins of you, Suchere. Okay. No, I, I none accept, of us. I accept yeah. the fault if you were offended. Yeah. All, you were offended. Take all of the blame for all of that. Johnson High School. My God, John. How many famous graduates from there's, Johnson High School? Uh, there's a lot. There's yep. a lot. Would you like me to name a few? A lot of I hockey like players, a few. I bet. A lot of hockey well, Herb Brooks, Wendy Anderson. Herb Brooks, Wendy Anderson. Louie Anderson. 
The Louis comedian. Anderson? Yeah, the late Louis. Uh, I have a note from a fellow who must have been listening on the town council. He said, yeah. don't forget to mention Alana Blahosky, Olympic gold medalist in hockey. And I got a note from Brian who said, uh, don't forget to mention her because she was so good uh, that she played on a boys team at Phelan in the late 80s. That's oh, how boy. good she was. Good for her. Uh, so there's her. There's Bosley uh, from Johnson? No, he's South St. Paul. Oh. Warren Berger. Warren Berger, Chief, Chief Justice, Justice, Supreme yep. Court. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Bruce Vento, who was a congressman, of sure. course. Got a bicycle uh, trail named after him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, Chris was right. A lot of hockey players. Barry Talixson, mm-hmm. uh, Warren Strelo. Warren Strelo. Strelo, sorry. Yep. Amy Peterson, three-time Olympic medalist. I'm not sure in what, though. It does mm-hmm. not say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Her Brooks, you mentioned, I believe. Uh, we have Les... Aug, A-U-G-E, hockey mm-hmm. player. I'm mm-hmm. not familiar with Les either. I'm not a, not a big hockey guy, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Jerry Rush, who's a, a jazz trumpeter. I was familiar with his name uh, in the 60s and late or early 70s he was around. Uh, Arnold Sungard, playwright. Mm, Thomas uh, Tepa, Tepa, remember he was Thomas Tepe, football thank player. Thank you. I remember Gophers and the Vikings. And the Vikings, yes. Uh, Tony Bennett, the St. Paul police officer and state yep. legislator, also south. Uh, that's about it. Well, uh, the point being, of course, that uh, we're the morons. And uh, I think what I'm personally going to do is that each time now, because former governors come up a lot on this day in history. They, they do. do. And I'm going to uh, withhold any comment until I do some homework. And I think uh, maybe what we can also do, every high school, we should go through the list of notables. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but Johnson, idea, for Pete's sake, a pretty famous high school named after Governor John uh, A. Johnson. And uh, I'm, I'm glad I wasn't here Friday because all I would have gotten out of that was, oh, you don't have to call me Johnny. <laughs> You yeah. call me Johnson. Yeah. That's all I would have got. Well, only because they come to us. You ready? Oh, sure. guess where the Lymans are. Where'd they travel to? They're at Burnt Island, Scotland, across the Petticur Bay from Edinburgh. Wow. Wait a minute. Wow. Wait a minute. Huh. Wait a minute. It sounds cloudy. It does. <laughs> Rainy. <laughs> On this day. Scotland. Yes. <laughs> On this day, July 31st, Joe, in 1859, a mob threatened State Attorney General Charles Berry and frees a Moore Moore from the Rockford Jail. Moore had led a mob that lynched suspected murderer Oscar Jackson earlier that year. Learning that Moore had been freed and Berry threatened, Governor Henry H. Sibley declared Wright County to be in a state of insurrection and called out three companies of militia to establish order and begin an investigation. He recalled the troops when only three members of the mob, including Moore, were turned over. That October, a Wright County judge, I'm sorry, a Wright County grand jury failed to indict anyone for Jackson's murder. A sorry conclusion to the Wright County War. Hmm. On this day in 1866. 731. Major Gouverneur Kemble Warren opened the first St. Paul office of the Army Corps of Engineers. Warren's duties included bridging the Mississippi River and installing a shipping channel from St. Louis to the Falls of St. Anthony. And on this day in 1873, uh, July 31st, 
Amherst Wilder signed his will, donating two and a half million bucks to help the needy in St. Paul. Born July 7, 1828 in Lewis, New York, Wilder moved to St. Paul in 1859 and soon found his fortune in various business ventures, including railroads, steamers, banks, real estate, and merchandising. He died November 11, 1894, and you can imagine that on this day in 1873, donating $2.5 bucks was a lot of money. Yeah, I'm looking to the point where right there's now. still a Wilder Foundation. That's on this day... Well, never mind. Keep going. Go ahead, John. No, because I haven't found it yet. <laughs> oh. On this day in 1884... July 31st. <laughs> the state's first rail shipment of iron ore from the Sudan mine arrived at Two Harbors. Hmm. And on this day in 1910... <laughs> yes, sir. July 31st. The Split Rock Lighthouse opened, which is a gorgeous edifice. You ever been there? Many times. Yeah. Got it. Built in response to a 1905 storm that sank 26 ships on Lake Superior, at first it could be reached only by boat. Hmm. That makes no sense to me. Uh, well, that area, that point that it's on, very craggy. Remember yeah, how but the it road was on used... land. It was on but, the mainland. Remember how the road used to be before they put the tunnel in? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of harrowing. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. When did the tunnel go in? Oh, back in the 70s, I think? No. 60s? No, no. Late 80s? Late 80s. Yeah. I'm, hold I'm on, so hold nervous on. now on this day in history. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> um, you, uh, I'm looking at each name as though we should know the Highway 61. Well, well, Kenny's looking that up. Let me tell you that the $2.5 million equals about $99 million in this day. Wow. That's a lot of money. So, same purchasing power. 1994. Really, really? Kenny? That late? Wow. That wow. recently? Wow. <laughs> I certainly remember the old way. Yeah, so do I. It was more fun. And finally... On this day in 1928, July 31st, the St. Paul Southern Electric Railway ended 14 years of service between St. Paul and Hastings. Wow. Hastings? A short trip. <laughs> well, not in 1928. Took you a far piece to get there. So were people disembarking in Hastings and taking a train the rest of the way? What's the need for that? Maybe that was an early version of uh, mass transit. You know what? Geologists will let us know tomorrow. You know, Actually, if you, you guys it. weren't such bleeping idiots. Actually. Right. What do you got? I forgot to mention this at the top of the show, but Garage Logic is going to celebrate the 30th anniversary at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. And that's going to happen, what, two weeks from tonight, Look August 14th? What the hell? Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> we have been informed that tickets are 76% sold out. Not sure why I we I wonder went. why not 75%. That's kind of what I was yeah. wondering, too. But you can still have, uh, you still have the opportunity, excuse me, to come join us that evening, Monday, August 14th, at the Chan Essen Dinner Theater. Tickets are just 40 bucks, and it does include dinner. Does that mean 24% are left? Correct. Yeah, that's right. And I have been also told that 
Once these tickets are gone, the public is out of luck. Well, they ain't going to knock down a wall in that theater and add more seats. What about SRO? Can't people just stand around? Not a question for me, Kenny. You have to take that up with upper management. Tickets are just 40 bucks. It includes dinner. So find your tickets now. Go online, garagelogic.com. When you get to the show page, click on Get Tickets. Dinner, by the way, at 530. Show starts at 730. Come hang out and meet the fellas. Um, Does everybody have to be there? Yes, you do. <laughs> yes. This okay. isn't like the Twins game where you get to sit in some other seat. <laughs> in another there's, state. There's a race in Missouri I was thinking about going down to. Uh, if you could do us a favor as well, GLers, and subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube channel because on that channel we are posting daily content for your amusement. Let me look real quick. All right. For the email to see if we got anything from Matt. Our uh, demolition derby driver who competed Sunday in uh, Anoka at the Anoka County Fair. I'm looking to see if we got anything from him. I hope he did well. Um, You can follow us on social media as well. You know, you can can get it. (laughs) Nothing yet, huh, Joe? Not yet. I'm ready for you, Such. Oh, I'll send you stories too, Chris. Sorry. Please and thank you. Uh, new laws take effect in the state of Minnesota. Is it effect or effect? A F F. Yeah, like I in said, the state <laughs> of Min. Okay. Carjacking suspect graduates to murder. Period. He was out on no bail. Period. Period. Damn it. Okay. Ian Primer. Audio. P-R-I-M-E-R. Yeah. Ian Primer audio on the folly of climate change. Where he used the word codswallop. Codswallop. That was great. Great word. Anything else besides Johnny? Yes. No. No. Yes, no. Then Johnny. Yes. No. Johnny. Height with We're ready for you, Patrick. We are on the council still. So watch your language. Watch your language. Uh, I'm going to watch my language and tell you that I'm now going to the men's laboratory. (laughs) August 1st tomorrow. That's a bad sign. Really is. The days are getting shorter. Yep. It's going to be snowing in a month. 
The money pit. <laughs> Pat, I got a theory about Lee Hodges. All right. Were you there yesterday? Yeah, I was there. Oh, I was saying it was Lee Hodges. He must, must be a golfer, huh? There's a lot of people, though. I was shocked. Chris, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go now, too. Bye, John. I will see you tomorrow. All right. Expensive beers. See, that's the part I don't get.